Gagalouche, Viva Gaia, and, and the Oscar for Outstanding Group Performance for a Podcast, Musical or Comedy, goes to... Not us. E- the Three Clock Parade! Oh. Oh. My bad. That sounds rigged. <laughs> I don't know. The, the person handing it out is... Uh, you? What's his name? What's the guy that messed up the uh, Steve Harvey? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so maybe I mean, it was a ticket I mean, report. It's a ticket report. <laughs> oh, damn it. They get us is every that, time. Is that better or worse than John Travolta trying to pronounce Adina Medell's name? John Travolta doing that is my favorite thing, I think, maybe ever. Yeah. Did you, do you remember when they did that? You could go into like a, onto a website and put in any name and it would John Travolta size your name? Yes. That was awesome. I love that kind of thing. Sadly, I think that whatever version popped out for me was still less ridiculous than some things people actually mispronounce my name as. Oh, yeah. You get it all the time about that. Yeah. Typity, typity. <laughs> so what's been going on this week? Uh, first off, I'm drunk at Disney here in Orlando. Uh, just down the road, we've got Rhiannon. Thank you. Yeah. And way out, as always. On the Golden Coast in San Diego, Skipper Dick Ritchie. The West is the best. <laughs> West Florida. Oh, what? Rest, rest in peace. <laughs> so, welcome to Three O'clock Parade. Um, there is actually quite a bit going on this week. The first off, the new locations announced for Disney Springs. Did you guys take a look at this list that's coming? Thirty-three. You'll be so proud of me. I actually did look at it. Yeah, Yay. what did you think? Like, what are your what's your reaction? Yeah, I've never heard of half these stores. Exactly. I shop, at Kohl's, I shop at Kohl's, so yeah, <laughs> Kohl's, TJ Maxx. I'm a Maximista personally. Yeah, <laughs> I see these names and I'm like, oh, these are the names I've heard of, but like, I clearly those stores are definitely not looking for me. They're not expecting me to come in their doors. So that's a apology. Um, imagine their surprise. Do you think that this is, I mean, do you think that there are people, that there, this, there is a good market for this? I think the Brazilians, and I'm not trying to like be, you know, stereotypical, but isn't it true that they are very big shoppers when they come stateside? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's the whole idea is that they're bringing in a bunch of places that would normally be in a mall so that you don't leave. It's like, oh, yeah. we don't need to go to Florida Mall because Anthropology and, you know, Mac cosmetics they're already here i can get my lucky brand jeans and oakley's here yeah i um i was hanging out at uh, rose and crown once and i we just started talking to this family from uk and the guy was he was telling us he's like yeah you won't believe what we did today we went to the outlets and i mean he he's was explaining i mean they spent thousands of dollars on like just at the nike store alone you know i don't know you know just buying a bunch of clothes so don't they have else? to pay customs on that though? No, that's the come you always see like empty boxes in the mall or in the parking lot because they just fill luggage with this stuff. Like if it's stuff that they bought. Don't you still have to claim that on a customs form? <laughs> no. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm naive. <laughs> I don't know. No, they go to customs and they're just like, yeah, this is our just our fifty pairs of orange Nike and. 80 pairs of Levi's in multiple sizes. It's all cool. Mm. Yeah, sure. I do like, though, the way that they're setting it up, that it looks like it's sort of, if you want to stay just over to where the food and drink and bars are, that's me, 
you really don't even have to go through, go near this stuff. You just, you know, you just hang along the waterfront, and you're not even going to come near this stuff. You kind of go out of your way to get to where it's going to be sort of the mall area, out in that new town center thing. So, and uh, the controversy I've been hearing, I keep hearing this thing. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about counter service food at Disney Springs? Do you notice a distinct lack of counter service at Disney Springs? Anybody that's been there? Uh, I mean, no. Yeah, like, I I'm not. Like... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not typically a counter service person, so I'm definitely not keeping an eye out. But yeah. I mean, I could name at least five, and isn't that a good amount? I mean, no, not enough. That, according to a vocal group on the Twitter sphere, led by our good friend Sheehy, who just literally will not stop about how there's not. Um, enough counter service and i it's one of those things that well, i don't he doesn't I just tip don't on see. beer either right so. <laughs> exactly so i was just curious if you guys had seen anything like that or, or what your thoughts were on it, it sounded like you had a thought there skip it well no i remember we kind of brought it up a few weeks ago or whatever and we really figured out that everything except for tacos yeah were there and that's when we kind of said like you know go to the freaking uh, <laughs> whatever and go to taco bell and lbv and just get your tacos because yeah. Everything else, burgers, you know, yeah. pizzas, uh, sandwiches, like, there's a lot of, there's actually a yeah. lot of stuff you can get sushi now. Yeah. What's So what is the complaint? Is it because people want to just grab something quickly, or do they think it's cheaper, and they are Both. balking at the prices? Yeah, I think it's Both. price. Both. Okay. Because even the counter service, like if you go to Wolfgate Puck, they're saying it's too expensive. Okay, so okay, so I didn't realize that because if the argument were, oh no, everything has to like you know require an ADR, I was going to point out that Disney Springs is actually sort of unique in that regard that you don't really need an ADR there. Like a lot of the restaurants have, um, they you know keep tables open right. for walk-ups, and you can also get reservations on open table at any time as opposed to having to go through Disney. So, um, but hey, if the argument's priced, then well, that just shoots yeah. my hole defense out of the water <laughs> yeah i mean i just noticed i mean i'm the kind of person if i'm on vacation i'm probably going to be i'm going to be going to disney springs as part of eating at a nice restaurant probably on vacation um on a, or and i say that meaning even as a local like when i go to disney springs i'm not going on some random wednesday for lunch i mean these are going to be days where i'm going to have entertainment and, and have a good time so i'm probably not going to do it anyways i do see that a couple of the options that are coming as part of these 33 one of them is a new burger, like Disney's opening a, a burger restaurant, and they're also opening like a pizza place. So it looks like more of these places are coming. But I think it's the seating well, also. There's a lot of complaints yeah. about that. Okay. I don't know. Well, and One, I think, I'm sorry. No, we're, we're having a good time here jumping on each other. Um, <laughs> oh, ah, anytime. Whoa. Feel free. Hey, feel free. Okay. I was just going to say that one of the names on that list that I thought was interesting was, I don't have it in front of me right now, but whatever, that Florida food and shine bar. And at first I was like, what the fuck is a shine bar? Like you get your shoes polished and they realized it's probably moonshine. But I don't really think of moonshine when I think of Florida, so I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some interesting stuff. I'm, I'll pull it up and we can see. Oh, by the way, Rich, your John Travolta-fied name is so Skipper Dick Richie is Spencer Daveries. Oh, I, I'd go by that happily. That should yeah, be Spencer. your new name, actually. Spencer, Spencer Daveries. Spencer Daveries. Love it. What? <laughs> he needs a back scratcher, sir. Somebody please bring a back scratcher to Spencer Daveries. Spencer Daveries <laughs> needs a back scratcher. 
<laughs> Spencer Davies. Um, it's Homecoming, is what it's called, uh, Rhiannon. Uh, Homecoming, Florida yeah, that... Kitchen, and Shine Bar. Yeah, all I can picture is like I don't know some kind of college football weekend with shoe shining involved. I, I don't know. Hey. Um. What I was going to say is, you know, a lot, like the people that you're mentioning are also people that tend to hang out at Universal Bar, and you know, at yeah. Universal you can go to like Panda Express, which yeah. you know, like, again, like I don't want, I don't want that at when I'm on vacation. I'm not looking forward to Panda Express. Like that is yeah. not my thing. If it's a place that I hang out at every day, like if I'm walking through the mall and I see a Panda Express, yeah. I think that's different. But I don't think that's what Disney's going for. Like they don't yeah, want that's... you to. Ha- to have that, like, oh, I'm just at home in a mall. Like, you're escaping. Then how do you explain Nine delicious. Dragons? Uh, Nine Dragons is delicious. <laughs> what do you mean? Is that, like, a train? I just, yeah, do you not like Nine Dragons? Is that what I'm hearing? I'm Who does? I don't know. Fine, move on. Let's go on. <laughs> I'm going to see what Rhiannon is. Um, Rehan. You are, Travolta's name is Rehan. I've gotten that before, actually. Thank you. Hey, Rehan. Mm-hmm. There you go, Rehan. Um, Skip it you were noticing that there's a small world movie in the works? Yeah, I saw a thing about that. And I, one, I don't know, like, do we really need a small world movie? Like, what the hell is it going to be? No. And then my other question no. is, is it going to be a comedy? Is it going to be like a family movie? Is it going to be a horror flick? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, that would be one thing. You know, you get on the ride and halfway through the, the dolls come to life. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just figured I'd throw it out there and see what, yeah. what anybody thought. Well, maybe the one thing that I'm seeing is I went to, uh, I saw the online, I watched the preview for, uh, Pete's dragon and they have completely changed the story. I mean, it's not even remotely close to what the original Pete's dragon is. So maybe it's something like that where, I mean, it's small world, but it could be, it could be way out there, and it seems like that's maybe what they're going for, is trying to be something a little bit different from what you would expect. So who knows what kind of thing they're going for on this. Yeah, I, I'm actually excited about Peach Dragon. I I really like the original, and I like the cast that's in this one. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what the dragon looks like. Like, Elliot, I think, is going to either make or break that movie. Yeah, he's a little kid. Did you see that? Did you see the preview? Nope. I'm not talking about Pete. That's the name of the kid. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Right. Elliot. Sorry. <laughs> Elliot. Elliot's the name right. of the dragon. But in, right. in the original, it, you know, it was it was animated. Not that it's not in this one, but it was like hand-drawn, very cartoon-looking. So it was, you know, it's easy to suspend that, that belief because it's, they're already like, hey, it's just a cartoon dragon. And, and it looked cool. It was very Disney and lovable. But in this one, it looks like they're trying to actually make it seem like there is a chubby overweight dragon that can turn invisible living in the redwoods. So I think until you see the dragon's face, that's what I think that's what's going to really either make or break that movie. Like if you see it and it looks like they tried to make a real life dragon look cartoony, I think they might lose you. But then like you don't want it to be scary because you don't yeah. So I think that's the hard because that would be the Jungle Book. I'm, yeah, I'm excited right? about the Jungle Book too. I think that looks fun. Right, but it definitely is a action. You know, it's definitely not a. It's a little bit more intense than the original. Oh yeah. 
But I think you're right, I, and I'm wondering if, you know, maybe even in the Peace Dragon, will he even interact with them, or will he be more like the smoke monster who kind of goes on in the background, you know, who knows? It's going to be hard to get close-ups of You're right, though, getting a close-up of a dragon face and being not too intimidating, but then also kind of lifelike, but then not too lifelike. That sounds like a tough, uh, tough act. Yeah, I, I think that part's going to be going to be rough. Um, the part about the, that I like about uh, the Jungle Book is John Farvero, or however you say his name. Uh, I like, there you go. Like I, I, I like yeah. the movies that he makes. Uh, he did Elf. He did the original Iron Man. He did um, uh, what is it? Zarthropa. Oh, Zathura. Zathura. Zathura is a super fun movie for kids. So I think he knows how to make a good kids movie, um, or at least a family movie. And and I think he's going to do a good job with with the Jungle Book. So, but any did you get any? Was there any details about the small world? Like, do they have the said directors or anything like that? Uh, let's see here. What does it say? Uh, of course, it's you know featuring the music from the Sherman Brothers. I mean, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I don't know. Right? Uh, people are, that's, you know, notorious for people not like, I mean, you do like it, but then you don't. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how they work that in to not make people hate it. And it says the film's actually been in development for two years now. So they've had people kind of working on it, but not, oh, oh, okay, this is what I was looking for. The people that they got uh, that have worked on it are the people that did License to Wed, Marmaduke, Meet the Fockers, The Girlfriend Equation, so... What? Winners! Right? Winners. Yeah, like like people that have really come up with huge hits. I mean, Meet the what? Fockers is kind of the only one on that list that's made any money or that anybody even knows about, but so... It, but it was terrible. You know, the original is fun, but like that Meet the Fockers was awful, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, these are the people yeah. that, that they've got to work on Man. this movie. So you've got the Jungle Book, kind of like the A team, and then you've got the B crew down here working on. Uh, it's small world. Small world. Tonight, not only do I have crickets, I have cicadas. Man, it's like the reg. Speaking of the Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh, Ask Sour Boner, I've decided I thought it'd be fun to to sprinkle in some Ask Sour Boners throughout the program rather than spring them all on us at the end. So. Um, First one is going to come from, first is actually, is from, uh, did you guys happen to see it from Kathy Tracy? It was a a screenshot of the GOP debate, and she asked, is that an Ask Sour Boner behind Ted Cruz's head? And I posted it on our our blog. (laughs) It does look like there is a Sour Boner hot dog baked potato behind Ted Cruz's head in that photo. So if you go to our website slash blog, you can see it. It's true, though. I mean... You know, we are going to help choose the next the next president. Yeah, I mean, we that. as in, like, we're, we, we can sway the election, just the 3 o'clock parade by itself. Speaking Excellent. of Sour Boner, I did not, I don't know if I told you guys, but I have now dined upon a Sour Boner. I actually took the time last Thursday, because it's, it's only on Thursdays, so I drove over specifically to have the Sour Boner. So you, you stuck a sour boner in your mouth. I stuck that sour boner in my mouth. Did you enjoy its creamy filling? <laughs> it was very juicy. 
The actual Low. sausage link itself was very juicy. The wiener. The you, wiener. You had a juicy wiener. But, Did you finish? Oh, good question. I finished. <laughs> I did not finish. I did not finish. I did finish the jacket potato. I did not finish the. Uh, so you left the semi. I left it a semi. I left it semi. Um, I'm more of a fan of the big potato than the hot dog, so I enjoyed. I finished up the big potato and I left about half the of the hot dog. So, it was. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Is that kind of like not reciprocating an oral sex? A little bit, a little bit. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I got full satisfaction um, when it was complete because I did not finish, and it was also I, I I hate to say it, it did not live up to the hype. Um, I think you're the only one that hyped that up. I that never, <laughs> agreed. That Give me that, never, that never sounded good. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying I wasn't the one who hyped it, but I'm saying the end product did not uh, meet my expectation. I will say that, I, and I apologize if I forget who it was who posted this on Twitter, but the person who did it at home, that looked good. Yeah, she did bacon, a great job. Yes, definitely. She had, that was the double penetration. She had two wieners. Yes. <laughs> yes. We need to find you out always that. finish that, you know. You, right. always, <laughs> you always finish when it's there's Guaranteed. <laughs> so, yeah, that looked much better. Um in theory, it, it, you realize when it was done that there's really no reason for that to exist other than as a rite of passage for the three o'clock parade. You go in there and you have your sour boner. But other than that, it's not something I'm going to go back for. Mr. Monkey, though, however, has now gone back at least twice. I don't yeah. know if he's going Yeah, yes. He <laughs> he's going back for... He might... Who knows? What's, uh, he, he might go back in two days for Thursday again. Who knows? So we did do a sour boner. Sour boner. Yeah, some people just can't stop, and that's look. Sounds like that might be Mr. Monkey. Hey, man, if he likes it, that's cool. Hey, no judgment. Clearly, it's a food fetish, so it's not for everybody. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. Oh, Skip, what is that in the background there? I hear cicadas. 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 Crickets. No. Wait, no. Oh, I hear it. It's. I think it's coming from the Great White North. It's a little bit of Canada, just for us. What's going on up at the Canada store? At the Disney store in Canada? Could you find out for us, Skipper Dick? I will definitely check. Hold on, give me just a second. Bald Eagle calling the Canadian Goose. Come in, Canadian Goose. This is the Bald Eagle. Are you there? Bald Eagle, this is Canadian Goose. Canadian Goose to Bald Eagle coming in loud and clear. So he's not really bald as much as he's baldy. Ah, forget it. How's it going in the Great White North? Things are getting really heated up here, Skipper Dick Ritchie. There's been a political protest of some sort going on outside the Disney store for the past hour and a half. Oh, really? Does the government want Disney to unlock a magic band? Oh, no, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Our government respects our privacy. The issue actually appears to be that the Disney store is solely offering its princess dresses in children's sizes. Oh, okay, I see. Do you think we can get any of these ladies on the air so we can get an idea of what they have to say? Well, Skipper Dick Ritchie, there only seems to be one protester, and he is really upset because apparently his alter ego, Moulin Rouge, isn't able to get a princess dress for his drag show. Hold on a second, let me see if he'd be willing to explain his plight. Excuse me? Excuse me, ma'am? Would you be willing to speak to us live on air at the 3 o'clock parade? Oh, hello! 
Yes, yes, I'll answer anything. Where's the camera? Oh no, this is this is for a podcast. The three o'clock parade? Three o'clock what? I ain't got time for that. Maybe this was the e-ticket report. Ain't nothing to see here, child. Move along. Well, there you have it, Skipper Dick Richie. Seems like Moulin Rouge is a little testies tonight. This is Char Normando signing off for the 3 o'clock parade Disney Store Report. Well, thank you, Char and Moulin Rouge, for giving us the scoop on everything that's going on at the Disney Store in Canada. That, that, I know we're having fun with it, but that actually, the whole idea of the adults in the, in the, in the, in the princess costumes, I'm, I'm, glad we, I'm glad they're tackling that head on at the Disney Store in Canada. Yeah, it's not right. I definitely would wear a, I mean, if they had a guy's costume, forget it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Wait a minute. What kind of, what kind of, well, I would say what kind of a costume can we expect in your next trip down, but you are no longer allowed to wear costumes in the park, Rich. So. Well, that's iffy. I mean. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. Plus there's Disney bounding or whatever that thing's called. You know, where you kind of dress up with the right colors, but you're not wearing the exact costume. Yeah. If you show up dressed up as Peter Pan and they try to stop you, can you explain that it's part of your religious beliefs? To Is wear tights? My religious yeah. beliefs yeah. are to wear green tights. Can you, I mean, Am I right? I'm an American, up, and I can wear tights if I want to. They've come up with, uh, there's the, the Pastafarian. Remember that guy that wore a uh, pasta strainer on his head saying he was a Pastafarian? I'm not making this up. Well, yeah, it was that you, something. right? That is a religious belief, though. Pastafarian? Yeah. The, they the, worship the spaghetti monster? They worship yeah. the great spaghetti monster. Right. So you could probably create one, um, another legitimate religion, based on Peter Pan. Excellent. What if, what if you just start believing in Disney? Like, I, that is my religion. My religion's Disney. So... On Wednesdays, hey. I dress like Wendy and If aunt. you can dream it, you can do it. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's what we need to do. So we could actually, we could probably make a tax-free um, theme park based on a religion. Um, oh, but it would, couldn't be Disney because we've already. Yeah, stretching it. Stupid. Holy shame. Bastard stole my idea. That reminds me, I went to um, downtown uh, Disney Springs on Sunday to watch Zootopia for the Disney Parks blog. So there is a lot of things that people say there aren't annual pass holder events, but these Disney Parks blog things are kind of what that is, um, is it's people that live close by. And they actually, it's, it's one of those cool things. It's actually absolutely free. You just have to be on your email within the first, like, 10 minutes of when they send this out. Second. And you actually... Yeah, it, it was. I guess somebody told me it was closed in within fifteen minutes of going out. Um, hey, hey, I, I had my spy there in the audience. He saw you. Had, you. Yeah. Really? He, yeah. He had like you know, super zoom lens, taking lots of pictures of you. Oh, how'd it go? Did I look good? I don't know. You had a tourist in front of your face the entire time. <laughs> See, I look great. Mm. I look great. But the the um. The costume thing kind of jumped out at me because the last bunch that I, the other ones that I had been to, you know that guy Stephen Miller who does uh, merchandise and he does a lot on Twitter and on Facebook. He's like the merchandise communications guy. Well, he always dressed up for these events, and this was the first time he didn't dress up, and I, it wasn't really talked about. But I have a feeling it's because of this whole no dressing up thing. They're kind of ruining everything. <laughs> yeah. So, well, how was the movie though? It was actually really good. Um, I, uh, it reminded me a lot in the, of the same level, in my opinion, of like a Big Hero Six, where I don't think it will be a, like a legendary 
you know, forever. I mean, I guess Big Hero 6 has done really well, but I mean, uh, it was a well done movie. I was entertained. Um, enjoyed it. So, it's weird. I, uh, I, I read a, re- a review. It said it was the best Disney movie in 20 years. I mean, Whoa. I, that's a, obviously that's a pretty bold statement, seeing as though they're putting it up there with against the most popular Disney movie in the last 20 years, Frozen. And I think, is The Lion King included in that? <laughs> or is that sort of like the tail end of the, uh, would that be like the one 21 years ago, The Lion King? We are not a factual podcast. Yeah, so I would never, I don't, I mean, I'm, not, I'm never sure what counts as Disney versus Pixar versus all these others, so hard to say, but it was good. Definitely worth seeing. I would put it up there. And we got to meet the characters afterwards, which was really cool. They set that up for us. So we got to go meet the characters. We got to meet uh, the bunny and the fox, Nick and uh, Judy, I believe. So it was really cool. So that was a good afternoon. And did you really, did somebody really, did you really have a spy in the theater, Rihanna? Of course I did. Man, that is off, that's off-putting. Ha <laughs> ha, the tables have turned. The tables have turned, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy about it. Um, <laughs> good. I'm happy about that then. Ask Sour Boner from Michael Lopez uh, asks, if we were going to build a themed bar in any Disney World park and we got to live there like Bogart, what would you like to do? Would you like a a location, theme, and signature drink? So if you actually got to just live in this bar. Okay, I'll go first. (laughs) I'm having your anxiety of a dead air tonight. Um, I'm just going to recycle old answers because that's what I want to do. So Haunted Mansion themed bar. I will live there. Actually, I want like the bar to be, you know, sort of adjacent to the Haunted Mansion and I'll just live in the Haunted Mansion itself. So it's kind of like living above a bar if you own it, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Drink. Can we have like a special spirited spirit? Oh, I'll, nice. just drink, I'll just drink that neat. It's fine. Good. <laughs> I want a Adventureland themed chill bar that has constantly playing the channel on Pandora that I have for the girl from Impanima. <laughs> that channel. So that style of music playing in the background all the time. It sounds so, like a really creepy, like, 70s bad first date or something. I don't know. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Rihanna. That's exactly what you're not. Well, and I wasn't trying to compliment you. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's exactly what I'm going for. It would be wonderful. So it's dark, you know, like some maybe some wicker furniture and some shag carpeting. Hey, whatever, whatever gets you interested and excited. And full bushes. All right. <laughs> That's all there's going to be. Oh. So I would like that. And of course, maybe with some rum drinks. Uh, and hey, whatever they're willing to make, bring it over. And that's what I would like to do. Adventureland. Second level up on top. I like it on top. Wow. And uh, do that. We've just turned into that podcast, have. haven't we? Yeah. We just, to... I don't know what just happened. I don't I don't know either. I'm sorry. I'm in a, I'm in a mood. <laughs> it has to be Girl from Impanima Radio, though, on the background. Skip it a critch, Um, I, God damn it. So you guys are kind of keeping it to the Magic Kingdom. So I was trying to think of something outside of the Magic Kingdom. Um... But I, I, I keep going back to some sort of, like, Toad Hall, 
Mr. Toad. Yeah. yeah, like a Mr. Toad's oh. Wild Ride theme. Oh. You know, because I don't yeah, know if it's English, English right? That's English? That would be sort of English themed? Uh, Basically, right? I think that's from the Wisdom of the Willow. I think that's actually U.S. But either way, like, Ooh. I don't know if you remember, there's that scene where you, like, you drive the car into the bar, and the bartender's yeah. there, and he's got the, like, handlebar mustache, and he throws the two beers in the air. Yes. Uh, so I feel like that bar, I would like to make that actual bar. Um, but, yeah, I guess it would have to be in the Magic Kingdom. And where I would live, I would like to live above. Because my dream is always to open a bar and to live, like, have an yes. apartment above the bar. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that would that would be great. I would love that. Absolutely. That or, like, uh, say Magic Kingdom. I've always thought my, one of my favorite, like, one of my favorite eras is, like, the Old West. So I'm thinking, like, Frontierland. You know, where you have the saloon, and upstairs there's the rooms, and so you could live up there, inside the, uh, there in the saloon. Nothing yeah, that doesn't I, add up to a huge drinking problem whatsoever. No, I'm sure I could control myself. Um, or, or maybe like a Tower of Terror, like a speakeasy in the back of the hotel. Oh. A lobby bar? No, they no, no. They already have the room, like they have a fake door that is labeled like a bar. It's just not there. I could just they just have to open that up and make it real. No, I would do like a speakeasy like through the merchandise section. Yeah. You know, knocking so, times. Yeah, you kinda of... Or like are you go up to like a rack of, of those robes and you spread them aside. There you, you go. Right yeah. That would be awesome. That would be and great. Then obviously... Please keep your robe unspread. Nope. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the thing. You have to buy a robe to go in and that's that's what everybody's wearing. Everybody's wearing the same robe. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, and then you live, you know, uh, you live at the hotel. That'd be great. I'm in. Yeah. I love it. I love the idea of living in a Disney World bar. I'm in. Good question. Thank mm-hmm. you for asking the question, Michael Lopez. You can find him at Pezlort. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Pezlort. There you go. Um, outrage of the week. You got to go with this fact that the pricing went up and they finally did do the seasonal pricing on day tickets. What kind of effect do you think this is going to have effect, guys? Uh, I think it's only, I don't, I mean, how many people just buy single day tickets anymore? If anything, it's just going to drive people to buy park hoppers because that didn't change. Yeah, I agree with that. And apparently, I know I don't have any factual podcast information on that, but I'm being told that there are a surprisingly large number of people who still buy one-day tickets. That is a, it is a surprisingly large number. And I agree, as the, probably the biggest move, in my opinion, will be more incentive to buy the multi-day tickets, which is clearly what they want. They don't want you just coming in one day here and then go to SeaWorld and then go wherever. They want you to stay at Disney for multiple days. So it's a, I, I agree. I think it's going to make that be the biggest change. Well, no, but it, it affected multi-day ticket. Because I can tell you that uh, for the trip in set, uh, in Mar- or in two weeks, I bought a four-day ticket for my brother, and it was 423 or $24. And that same four-day ticket today is actually 20, Jesus. It's $20, yeah. $20 more. Four-day park hopper is 419.61. Well, and that's what I'm saying. So today, they yeah. want you to buy the park hopper um, ticket over the, the multi-day ticket. So they, gotcha. want, they want you, I mean, I mean, technically they're both multi-days, but they want you to add that park hopping. 
So right now, a four-day, four one-day tickets is three hundred and forty-six dollars. Um, we're just a few weeks, or like I said last week, I actually paid like twenty dollars less for that. If yeah. I, so, I think if I can weigh in, yeah, please. Um, outrage wise, you know, I, I don't totally disagree with the concept of tiered pricing. I mean, everyone else does it in every other industry, so why not Disney Parks? Um, and I don't even disagree with the concept they're trying to, you know, they're a fucking corporation. They're trying to make money, so of course they're going to do that. What bugs me is that they went out and publicly stated that they were doing this to address crowds. Yeah. When you know that is bullshit, it's such bullshit. It's just to really, as you just said, push people toward purchasing the multi-day park hopper. Right. And so it's just, you know, either don't lie to us and, like, you know, just fancy foot around it or tell us the truth. But don't, yeah, yeah don't don't try and pretend it's something it's not. Because so, even to play devil's advocate, let's say it does make a few people come back in August instead. It's The percentage is going to be very small. <laughs> yeah, no, no one, no crowd calendar website is going to be changing no. their estimations based off of this news. No, like that's and, they're, and you're right. They're touting that as the main reason. You, like you don't do this entire restructuring of the entire ticketing process for that tiny percentage who's going to change to August or September. Well, and I almost also wonder is just this is this just the beginning? Like you know they were like, well, we have to jump in at some point. And today it's it's one day tickets, and then next year it's like, hey, that works so well, we're going to apply it to multi day tickets, uh, our park hoppers also. And at that point, it's not like, oh my god, I can't believe they did it to one days and park hoppers. It's like, oh okay, so they did they screwed us last year. This is just yeah. how they're screwing us this year. I I do think that, and I think the future will be. Just like if you were booking tickets to a baseball game or something like that, you know, think of going to like the, you know, that the Angels or something. You're going to select the, the games you're going to go to. I think the future is you're selecting the days you're going to go to ahead of time, and every day is going to have different pricing, and that that's all you're going to have the option to do. Is you're like I'm going to come the fourth through the through the eighth, and just like with a hotel reservation, you're going to pick the select the days you're going ahead of time, and um, every day is going to have a different price based well, on whatever they want to do. And that, that actually might be a way that they can do it so that they can control crowds and possibly even, I don't want to say lower, but keep the prices down, is if you're booking a vacation package and you pre-book the days at the different hotel, or, uh, at different parks, they could actually say, like, if you visit Magic Kingdom on a Wednesday instead of a Friday, you know, your package is going to be $50 less. Or, you know, if you visit Epcot on, the, yeah. on one of its slower days, you're also going to save money. Or if you <laughs> visit everything on a busier day, guess what? You're paying full price and... Can you just imagine, though? I mean, the outrage yeah. currently about people having to pre-book their fast passes and now to have to, like, yeah. also mm-hmm. say which park they're going to be in. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, sure. a, I'm a type A planner, so I'm fine with that. But everybody I else, mean, I'm sure... But I guess it makes sense because if you are pre-booking your fast passes anyways, you already know which park you're going to be at. So that's probably which way they're going. Because one of the things that I've sort of overheard, and this is all just rumor type stuff, is that that's coming too. Where not only are you going to have three fast passes, but like your entire day's list of attractions is going to be there. Basically using like 
if you get Expedition Everest, you're also going to then have um, Flights of Wonder, which is basically like your virtual queue for Expedition Everest. You know what I mean? Like they're going to put everybody into <laughs> that's going on Everest, they're going to put them into Flights of Wonder first. And so you're going to have basically your whole day lined up um, is sort of the, I think it's the, the, the end game is that. You're going to, to be more like the cruise is what I've always thought. It's going to, your end game is going to be a planned out day where it's more controlled and it all comes down to all this, all wraps into it. Yeah, it's kind of sad, but I mean, again, this is a corporation we're talking about. It's not a charity. It's, you know. They're out to make money, and they're smart, and they're good at what they do. So, yeah, but, yeah I, I, mean, I think one of the things that they're trying to do. Sorry, go ahead. Richard, no, 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 no. Please go. Is that overall just different? And, and this is I was reading this from like a an, an article I was reading, and it was utilizing. And a lot of businesses do this when you have competitors. Is you figure out any way to differentiate yourself from the competitors, and whether you like it or not, it feels like their way is going to be. We are not going to be your traditional come in for the day, go to the theme park and go home. That's not what we're going to be selling in the future. What we're selling are these vacations that have all these things, offerings, and it's going to all be a big package deal. So they're, in my opinion, the end game is to differentiate themselves. You're saying, well, over here, you know, SeaWorld does like this, Six Flags, Universal. And I think that's intentional is to get away from that. And whether you like it or not, the, the way they're going to differentiate themselves is make an entirely different experience, which is, no, you're not going to sit there and wander around a park and go at your own pace. You're going to, like, follow this prescribed plan, and that's going to be kind of what they're going for. So I have a question, because I'm very unknowledgeable and inexperienced with the Disney Cruise Line, or any cruise line for that matter, but is there a, I'm sure there is, obviously, a busier season than others for cruises, but let's just say comparing the busier season to a less busy season, like what do you see as far as, um, you know, occupancy percentage for rooms on a cruise line? Like if you go during the quote unquote dead season, are you on a half full ship or are they always selling out? They're finding ways to fill it for the most part with giving discounts. So they have, you know, they do the surge pricing, you know, the variable pricing to get people onto them. I, I can't, I mean, I don't know numbers as far as percentages, but I know, I don't, as far as I know, there's no times where there's a half full ship. They're, they're putting somebody on that ship, whether it's cast members. And that's where the, always the cast member discount came in is if the ship is half full, they're given, you know, they want somebody in those rooms. So they're bringing in cast members at a hundred dollars a night or whatever. Yeah. I guess I'm I'm just asking because, you know, you you made the analogy that they're trying to make it more like a cruise ship experience. And so it's kind of like, so are they really trying to... (laughs) reach capacity for everything at yeah. all times and yes. therefore oh, yeah. just like for example if you're on a Disney cruise uh, the way awful. it works is also in just on top of that on a Disney cruise um, they're going to put you Rhiannon in a 6 o'clock dinner let's just say at the same time um, then right afterwards they're going to have you a reserve, a reserve time to go watch the show directly after I'm on a reverse schedule so I'm right. watching the show while you're having dinner so you and while not everything on the cruise is prescribed, like it's just that of maximizing what yeah, everyone's it, Yeah, and I, I've read that. So. so, yeah. And I think also the main thing is Disney Cruise Line has somehow found a way where they can charge double what the competitors are charging and people still are filling the boats. So you've got to think Disney's looking at this and saying, 
we need to follow whatever the Disney Cruise Line is doing. How are they making people pay double what Royal Caribbean is charging? Well, one, they don't, you know, they're not having to pull over a boat every five days for <laughs> people getting sick or whatever happening. But going back to the original conversation about, you know, the tiered vacation and stuff, think about it this way. If, if you're a family and you're looking at the Disney page and the Disney page says, hey, you know what? You don't have to think about your vacation at all. Yeah. If you, you know, for $700 a person, you can come for five days, including hotel, and we're going to like, we're going to take care of everything. Yeah. So you get here and you're brain dead. That's really Disney saying, hey, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna book every day. Like, we're going to give you something to do every day. And you're going to ride every Every ride once. Uh, You'll have a scheduled time for every ride yeah. once. See, this actually this annoys my type A personality because you're taking the control out of my controlling little hands. And, like, I know. Well, you don't have right. to. But if you don't, guess what? You're probably going to end up spending a yeah. little bit more because the days that you want to go to the park, yeah. those are busier days. Yeah. So, Again, this is a, you know, like it or not, I agree. This is, no, that is what they're doing. I know. I know. I know. I'm not trying to. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. So let's say a family of four has an option for $700 a day and Disney picks everything. Or for an extra $100 per person, Disney doesn't pick anything and you schedule whatever you want. You know, that family of four is probably like, dude, 400 bucks. Fuck that. Let's let Disney do everything. And all we're yeah. going to do is get on a plane, go have a great time. We don't have to worry about anything. All our, all our reser- The only thing we have to worry about is where we're going to eat. We probably have to book that reservation because yeah. everything else is done for us. Yeah. And another thing they're doing is I've been talking to a lot of travel agents. And as this is what you're noticing is if you notice, this is what travel agents have offered for years is we'll help you plan your vacation. In fact, they'll even plan your fast passes for you and they'll make your dining reservations for you. I think Disney see that and be like, no, we'll take care of that. And then we, you know, we, we'll cut the, cause they're cutting, basically trying to cut out also travel planners and, you know, well, the, 10% of your, you know, when you go to a travel agent, they're making a commission and it's usually about 10%, maybe a little bit less, give or take. So mm-hmm. if Disney can keep that 10%, yeah. that's, that's the money that they would make up saying, mm-hmm. sure, you're going to save hundred bucks a person. Right. So they're looking at what the travel agents are offering and they're going to, they're just, they're following and they're offering that now. And I, I mean, I, and I definitely see, you know, when, when I joke about the outrage about this is it's, there is a lot of pushback, obviously of people who are want the other way. And, and I take a lot of flack on there because I understand, I kind of see where they're going with this and like it or not, that's what we're going to have to deal with, whether you like it or not. So I think it's all part of it, – it, it's all together, the fast pass and this tiered pricing. Like you said, Rich, is it just the beginning? I'd say absolutely it's just the beginning. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, but that is interesting, Rhiannon, because you like to do this kind of thing but on your own. Like you do plan out the majority of your trip. Yeah, exactly. So it will be interesting to see what kind of – what kind of specialization they do allow for like will oh it's going to be it's going to be a mess in the meantime let's say for example just to play devil's advocate they get this figured out and that makes it this seamless amazing vacation sometime down the road damn it's going to be bad in the middle <laughs> getting this I just, worked out i don't see it 
is being seamless, I guess is my point. I think yeah. it'll be seamless for people who have never been there before and don't know better. But for people who go once every year, once every year, or whatever, and they have, you know, their go-tos and their goals and what have you, I, that's not going to be seamless for them, I don't think. Yeah. But I agree. Eh. I think they see, and here's where I think the biggest problem is with Fast Pass Plus in general, and this because this is all included in this, is that they see every attraction as equal. They're like, well, while you're doing this, instead of, you know, you'll go over and you'll ride Imagination. Well, 90% of people don't want to ride damn Imagination. Well, so that, it pushes think, you out of anything else. I don't think that they see them as equal. But like you said, they know that Imagination is this giant, like, gaping hole in the park where there's nobody there. Yeah, so right. If they know that, you, yeah, if they know that you're going to go ride something and you need something to do for the 10 minutes before that, why not fill up Imagination and, you know, keep that part of the park full, get you to walk yeah. through that merchandise shop at the end. And I then, love uh, that shop. Well, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. They're trying yeah. to get people to fill those little spots. Now, yeah. And I'll play devil's advocate for a second. And I think, Let's unfortunately, I hate to say this, but I think if all this does come to fruition, I think this actually might be a good plan for first timers because every time I have some family member or friend who's going for the first time and they look to me for advice and I'm like, well, you got to plan this. You got to do this. Yeah. And 180 days out. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, they have you no know, clue. And, they have no clue. They've never been there. They don't, they don't like have the parks memorized, the maps of where to go. And, and so I think, you know, offering them this, like, just don't think, just do this. Like, that actually could be good for a first timer, but, oh, everybody else is going to suck. Well, oh, no. it's going to suck. Yeah. When, when I worked at the Walt Disney Travel Company, it would take phone calls from, like, people that were staying on the club level or concierge level. This is exactly what they wanted. They would actually get mad that we weren't or you know that we weren't planning the entire trip they were used right. to you know going to these places where the concierge tells them everything they're going to do the whole time they're there and all they have to do is wake up shit take a yeah. shower it and sounds go like to bed. the disney adventures or whatever that thing yeah called. no it's exactly that it's that's exactly a good point that. making disney world basically and i don't think any but rich unlike you i don't think you're going to be able to opt out of it in the future I don't think you get to Alba. I don't, I don't it's foresee. It's the only way. Yeah. I think, um, again, my I predict, my prediction is that the end game of My Magic Plus and Fast Pass Plus for attractions is to eliminate the standby line. And take all together. Well, I think they're going to, I mean, obviously, no. they're going to still offer one-day tickets, and they're still going to offer uh, hotel-only rooms. Because if you're not staying on property, there's no way to do all those things. So you're going to have to be able to go in. Well, you can you go in and you tap your magic band and you select your choices right then. Mm, I don't know. And there I, is no, no. You do not, yeah, you pick them on your yeah. iPad. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's my, yeah, there is no standby line in my then prediction. How, so how are they going to do that? They're going to have to open up more than three fast passes per person because you can't Absolutely. have. Absolutely. Right. Well, and. Yeah. And how so does it sets me a cluster box like, oh, I can make 15,000 fast passes. No, but yes. you're only allowed to do one per day. Per uh, ride. No, that's right. Not, no. So how does that's it work for it, an annual pass holder who right now can only do how many oh, did we figure out a month? Was it six? Yeah. Seven, days? seven days at a time. So as soon as you're in, you advance. Use, in advance. So as soon as you use up one day, that frees up another day for okay. you to add on. So if, every, if you go to the parks every single day, 
you can just keep kind of like rotating so shuffling how does it work? through them. It works exactly the same, except when you walk in. Except yeah, you can you can. I this is what this is just my predict. Yeah, you will be able to book as many as are available, but those will be the only things you can do. Like you can't just walk up. In my this is what I think is coming. Why else would there be a fast pass plus for the show Flights of Wonder? It does. It's not for. Same, Be, it's, it's, it's because they this. have to make it seem like they have a lot to offer people who are trying to make fast passes, but yeah, make to the last second and you know lose out on all the main yeah. attractions. They're just I'm shuffling that crowd. Plus, yeah. if this happens, Derek Bergen's fingers will yeah. be just little stumps from yeah. all of his like compassionate yeah. typing. So it can't yeah. be. It will, but I think it will be. That's and, and again, we, of course, that's just my prediction. But uh, this is awful. I don't like this podcast anymore. <laughs> me. I know we just sobered up like the entire Disney. God. Disney Twitter just got sober. Can we yeah. just like stop it here, end it, scrap it, start over, and just talk about drinking or something? Let's talk about I'm who sorry. was a privileged asshole this weekend and wrote around. Oh, you got Africa. my note. Excellent. That Let's was you. About- I was who wrote that in the note. <laughs> Yeah, I read the notes this week. That's right, <laughs> oh motherfucker. I still have so, that link. Yes, I was able to do an amp car at the boathouse, um, ride around in one of those little car boats. Now, did they give that to you for free with your paddle? or? <laughs> uh, it was a good opportunity. Yeah, I was able to. That's a I, yes. Okay. That's a yes. Yeah, <laughs> no. Didn't come with my. I didn't, have to, I didn't have to paddle, though. They drove me around. So but it was did really you nice. have to pay for it? No. Oh, yeah, so nice. it was extra privilege. Didn't have to paddle. Yeah, didn't right. have to pay for it. Yes, it was nice. It was a real. It was a cool opportunity. Um, I met the guy who runs the amp cars, and it was. It worked out. So is this it was really an apologizing for accusing you of shoplifting? <laughs> it should be. They should. Yes, I still haven't talked to that guy. Yeah, he definitely needs to. But it was actually really cool. Um, and uh, I, I, I put up a couple of videos of it. It was really fun. I had a great time. Um, something cool to do. For sure. Was it a full 20 minutes? Oh, absolutely. If anything, like, it, it definitely is a full 20 minutes. It was, like, sunny, so you're, I was getting hot out there. Yeah. It was sitting. It was it was sunny. and So, was, basically, your, your drink was empty. After five minutes, you're like, fuck this. Turn this car around. <laughs> Can we just – in fact, the guy actually said what he needed to do when we – because you actually drive right by the Rainforest Cafes. He's like, we should make a little drive-up window here. It's like, Yes. Pick up some, yeah. yeah, some snacks and drinks right from the rainforest because you literally go, you hug the rainforest bar, that lava bar, when you're going by and get to go in there. But no, we did not stop and get any drinks. It was disappointing. But yeah, I was able to, yeah, I was able to bring the Tervis right on. So it was nice. Uh, that was a nice yeah. addition. Yeah, you need to get somebody that's at that bar to hand you drinks. Like, you need to plan it. I do. So next time, so maybe we'll do a three o'clock parade uh, amp car ride. Ooh. We'd have to get Rihanna to come at the same day we go, though. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Someday. Will we celebrate our 1500th episode next week? Wow. Has it been that long already? <laughs> it feels like it. It feels like 20,000. <laughs> um, ask Sour Boner. Uh, I'm going to read this. It's a little awkward. Um, Mr. Doom, Parks by Doom, wants to know if I'm going to touch his snakes. Hmm. Anybody want to touch Mr. Doom's uh, snakes? Um, I love snakes. I actually, you do? I feel like I am part snake. I, I think if I had a spirit animal, it would be a combination of a snake and a cat. Um, Mr. Monkey just fainted, and Mr. Doom is driving 
to somewhere in South Florida and not even knowing where. <laughs> yeah. But I think it might pass. I mean, I don't I don't really know Mr. Doom. I'm not going to touch a stranger snake. True. He says, lady. He, does, he says if it helps, they're all Disney names. Would that help if they were on Disney names? Like Fail. He named they should be all Slytherin names. Mr. Hiss. <laughs> no, they should be Lucius and Draco. Oh. Eh, eh, eh. Hey, hey, that's that's a little shout out to Mr. Monkey. That's some props to him right there, right? He should Absolutely. appreciate that. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, it's a big one. Oh, I know um, some Harry Potter, but you know. Angus would like to know what's the next guys' weekend and why is it at Beer Garden? Because of sausage, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Got a sausage. Come on now, if it's a sausage party. Um, but I want to get to this one. This is for Rhiannon from Wes Glingsman. Oh my! At Wes Kinetic, he wants to know: Are you anti Star Wars or indifferent? And would a cantina bar? <laughs> what would a cantina bar need to have to change your tune? <laughs> um, I'm. I, I guess I'd have to say I'm indifferent. I'm not anti. Um, it's just one of those things where I never got into it and then it just steamrolls into being what it is and if you haven't gotten into it you know back when it started if you jump on now you're like some Fairweather fan and you're not really into it you don't know any better like you get judged by real fans for being some idiot and it just seems like a lot I don't need to deal with um having a cantina bar uh you know of course I'll frequent that because what else am I going to do at Hollywood Studios um what it would need to have uh, alcohol. I mean, <laughs> Roadrunner road or uh, not Roadrunners, Rum Runners on the rocks. That would help. Um, you know what else would actually, very seriously, no joking, um, fucking Tables in Wonderland. Give me that. I'm there. I'll be there. Tables in Wonderland. That is a great one. Yeah, that would be definitely important. Uh, so, okay, so you are, you would definitely more go along with the uh, indifferent. Yeah, I, I don't, dislike star wars i don't judge people for liking star wars it's just not my thing and i feel like to try and get into it now i have enough interests and hobbies i don't need to find another thing so yeah. i'll let everybody else have that one and i'll tap the other ones so i feel you on that about not having I, another I, I love, thing you know, i love everybody everybody you can do your thing i can do my thing let's all just get along I feel you with that, though. I feel that way when people have all these new shows that they're saying, I have that, that you know, you got to watch this. It's like, I just don't need another thing. Like, I agree. I feel you yeah, on that. Yeah, you have like, The Bachelor. What more do you need? Yeah, what else do I need? Yeah. I don't need another thing. Man, that was so awkward last night on The Bachelor. Man. Oh, my God. Um, they, Rich, do you watch freedom. The Bachelor? No. Oh, you need to. It's just... I'll just tell you this. It's gotten down to the, to the man and the final two women. Okay. And, man, it is so awkward. They're sitting there cheersing like, so... yay. It's just they kind of they kind of cheers each other like here's to love and yeah it, it's definitely got a big love like oh my god yeah it's uh, it is shot in as bets I mean like this is the only reason you watch a show is it's pure comedy you don't watch it because you actually take it seriously well I used to watch it like forever ago I just don't watch it anymore it's yeah it's it's gotten so amazing like the way I think all the producers of that show have realized what a joke it really is. And right. so the way they like frame things. Right. And I mean, yeah, they're, they're basically making fun of every single person on that show. And it's like, they somehow right. don't realize they're making fun of them. Right. That's the biggest thing is like, it's, yeah, it's all yeah. a joke. It's comedy that, genius. That's what it, it is. is. It is. Speaking of comedy genius, 
Rich, what do you know about this Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters that's opening at, at uh, California Adventure, Cars Land? It's taking place of um, whatever it was called before. that, that Luigi's Tires? Yeah, the Luigi's Tires. Um, so it's it's got no track, and there's these little cars that drive around, and... Uh, I mean, I, I personally haven't been on it yet, but it looks it looks fun. Yeah, um, I love these little. I like these little. Like, the, the pro, I love these rides if you don't have to wait very long. That's the thing. Like, what kind of weights do these Cars Land rides? Not, and I'm not talking about the main big ride. What like what kind of weights do these oh, they're, rides get? They're pretty quick. You you, it's almost like riding the carousel. You know, oh, okay, like, great. Yeah. yeah. So you you probably watch one one rotation of the ride. Oh, that's fine. Ride. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. then that's fun. Stuff like that is fun if it's a short line. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna sit there and wait 45 minutes for, uh, for uh, you know, rock and roadsters. But that's kind of cool. I like these little rides. People kind of make fun of them. These flat rides. I think they're kind of fun. Yeah. And it'd be interesting to see what they come up with for Toy Story, kind of the, on the other side of the of the world for this. So, okay, cool. Um, I also saw that California Adventure. Is this the first ever food and wine festival coming up, or is this something they've done before? No, it's something they've done before, but. The way they do it is a little bit weird. Um, just I just checked right now. Like Mater's uh, Junkyard Jamboree has a five minute wait, so oh it'll be, yeah, it'll be the same type of thing. Um, it's just like yeah, this is like prime time. It's five thirty, you know, five thirty yeah. California time, so it's prime time. Um, but going back to the uh, to the food and wine, it's not like the one that they do in Florida where they've got. Uh, or it's every day, and they've got all these little like cool booths set up everywhere. It's more of like special events, and it's just on the weekend, and it's very much like a um, like a food and wine festival that you would go to like at a winery. So they've got like live jazz, and um, you know all the little events that you can do at the food and wine festival in Florida, like the. Uh, yeah. You know, where you pay to go sit with the chef and stuff like that. That's really more of what it's like. Um, but it's nice, and, you know, they're, they're usually not overcrowded because they definitely keep the, uh, the, uh, the attendance to those specific things down lower. Oh. But, yeah, it's not, it's not like the one in Florida where, you know, you just go into the park and you walk around and eat and drink and just have a great yeah. time, which is what I wish it was. Oh, okay. Um, so it's more just it's more like Festival of the Masters or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like, no, it's exactly like that. Yeah. Where do they have them? I don't know. Like I've never been to California Adventure. Do they have like you know, they have so much open empty space that I've got now with like the uh, festival center, what used to be Wonders of Life, and they have empty places at the Communicore to have these events. Do they have empty places like this to have these things? Uh, they do, but sometimes the events are actually after hours. Oh so, so you spend the whole day in the park and then afterwards you know, you go and you have dinner, and they have all the, like, places to get wine, um, you know, and then they have, like, musicians playing. Uh, they're, they're, it's definitely, that's what I'm saying, it's not uh, the type of, like, oh, I'm going to the park to hang out and do food and wine festival throughout the day. Um, you know, they might have a few different things where they might have, a, like, an extra wine tasting, or they may have a booth or something where, you know, you can you can try it for however much you want to pay uh, during the day, just so you can kind of experience a little bit of what it's like. But most of them are, or at least in, gotcha. it, traditionally, have been like hard ticket events after the park closes. So it's a lot different from, well, I mean, they do it's, have those things at food and wine, but I mean, that's become, for the majority of people, they just come in to do the booths. Right, right. 
And it, I was actually talking to the lady that um, that used to run it, and I'm hoping that she's still with Disney and this is what she's doing now because she was the manager at the Carthay, uh, Carthay Circle restaurant. And we were talking about it, and I asked her, I was like, is this ever going to grow into something like the one that they have in Florida? And she said that that was kind of like the end game idea. Yeah. But that it's been, because it's been years now since the, uh, the last Food and Wine. So she's just kind of like, we're kind of just kind of reintroducing it to see how people feel. Right. And, you know, year after year, if we can grow it out to be what it is at Epcot or at least something similar, uh, that's kind of what they want. But right now yeah. it's just not there. Well, that's how that happened. It's not like it's, I mean, right. <laughs> that's Nothing how just happened overnight. Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've been doing that for decades and, and it started off much smaller. I mean, when you, I love watching the old planning videos and they show it. It looks so nice and fancy. And now it's just like such a, Shit show. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just like, hey, there's a booth. Hey, there's a booth. There's a hey, booth. There's, hey, a, there's booth. a booth. That's it. Yeah, you just kind of, you know, that. Um, Rhiannon, what? Yes? We got a, a, a question from DVC non winner. Oh, no. He's a non winner. I don't know what that means. Why is he a DVC non winner? Um, because his good friend Mike is a DVC winner. Oh, fantastic. What does that mean? He won. Yeah, no, he, you know this? Okay, yeah, he won, he won some sweepstakes, um, years ago that got him a DVC membership, like, for life, for 40 years or whatever. Yeah. That's an amazing prize. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's wow. So his, his Twitter handle is, like, is DVC winner. I'm not sure if it's exactly that or maybe it's, like, DVC one or two or uh, whatever, but, like, it's. So this is, like, the Debbie Downer version? Yeah, basically. (laughs) DVC non-winner. CT underscore Mickey underscore man would like to know, do you have a, see, I'm going to start with you for obvious reasons with this because it's what beer do you wish would be served on property that currently is not and where should it be served? My answer, you're not going to like my answer, so. Honey, Bud Light's served everywhere, so. I don't like that's not what I'm saying. So I will start because you can then you can rip me down and then then you can go. I I love all these. I do enjoy craft beers. I love them all, but I don't have a particular favorite that is not served. I like whatever is served. I like to try whatever's there. But what I do like, I do not actually like Bud Light. If I'm going to have a macro beer, I'm a Miller Light guy, and that is actually very difficult to find at Walt Disney World. So on draft, especially. Hmm. So you should probably have edited your book better then. I am what's drinking. there. But I would like it more. I would like it at more places, instead of Bud Light. I'm drinking a Miller so, Light. It's delicious. Yeah. It's so good. I would like it served everywhere that Bud Light is served. Take down the Bud Light and put up the Miller Light. So, Rhiannon, yours is going to be much more interesting. Will it? Uh, um, you like all, you know these beers. Well, but uh, like okay. So if I my answer is just for beers that. Um, either are not available by distribution yet or are just recently available. So, for example, um, uh, the brewery Isla Mirada, they have amazing beers. Um, and you can now get them in stores just recently. Is it, is it from, actually from the Keys? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, cool. No, they have, oh, they're so good. Um, I've was lucky lucky enough to sample them at a variety of different beer festivals here and they told us that they were getting them in stores and I kept waiting and waiting and waiting and I finally found them 
literally two weeks ago. Um, so now that they're available in stores, hopefully maybe they can show up on Disney property. Um, but then, you know, there are a bunch of breweries around here that don't have distribution licenses yet. So things like, um, Winwood, Win, Winwood, Winwood, Winward, Winwood, Winwood, uh, brewing company uh, out of Miami. They have really good beer. They don't have, like, you can't buy those in stores. At least not that I've ever seen. Um, even Fort Myers Brewing Company has really so good beer. So where, like, where should these be served? Like, I mean, I, I, other than oh, everywhere. I'm sorry, am like, I missing you know the question? I mean? Well, no, it's, um, it's what well, beer should you should, and then like, so example, like, since it's Disney and there probably should be some sort of rhyme or reason, you would, you would kind of okay. hope, um, where should these be? Every single fucking pool bar. Yeah. Ooh. Right? Well, especially these, especially these Florida beers out by yeah. the pool would be great. Yeah. yeah. Or how about Old Key West would be great for the Ala Mirada. Yeah. <laughs> That would be perfect. Yeah. Um, I do like how – what I do love about the new edition – I love that now at Epcot they do have the um, – I never know the name. Block and Harder or something. What is the, 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 the name of it? There's the craft beer kiosk. It's, uh, it's B&H. It's, anyways, but it's right there. Block and in Hans, a, darling. Block and Hans. I was like, Block and Harder. That can't be it. But um, – uh, that's nice how you'd have all those different beers there. And I love it because I'm from Michigan and Bell's is there, which is always cool. So that's always a nice addition. I do like that they have that there. And why not make the craft beer center at the Odyssey open year round? That's my question. That so has been my life's mantra, actually. Yeah. I mean, these could be served there all the time. So why not? Um, Wow. Okay. We got to get on to this hey, one. Mr. Fuck you. I want to answer this oh, question. Oh, sorry, Rich. Man, just because I agree with you about Miller Lite. Yeah. See, he's a I dick, both... right? I'm not right. a dick. I just. It just <laughs> happened. Mildly. He just, you know, he's got his thing. He's trying to keep us on time. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say is I would prefer to have Shiner Beer on, which yeah. is a Texas beer brewed out of uh, San Antonio or just outside of San Antonio. Um, and I would probably put it at like, I don't know, I, I guess not Frontierland, but maybe the Wilderness Lodge and yeah. uh, Fort Wilderness and really any place that's kind of rustic and fine. So <laughs> Wilderness Lodge, based out of the Pacific Northwest, you want a Texas beer. Uh, they have, te- uh, that's actually, I've gotten it out of Maybe the, Fort Wilderness. It doesn't matter. It's just, you know, it's got that like <laughs> rustic look to it that does bring uh, up there's a severe lack of anything texas at walt disney world themed for thank a big god park, for oh, a big park, god. I guess oh i'm, I'm sorry i'm <clears throat> i'm gonna go back on mute <laughs> no. i guess Frontierland is is that but you know for something that has such a big cultural role in our country it is a little bit there's a lack of anything texas at walt disney world that's fine i don't care about that part oh they can also coronado springs can serve it i'm just oh, saying there you go you know, wherever. American I, Southwest. There you yeah, go. any place that's that true. serves good barbecue should really serve Shiner beer to go with it. Okay, so. there you go. That's, you that's go. my little, that's my two cents. So, Rhiannon, unmute for a moment. Uh, because Mr. Yeah. Monkey, Mr. Monkey came in. He's got a lot yay. to talk about. Oh, yay. Okay, Mr. let's Mr. Monkey. He is not impressed that, uh, yeah. Polly, he's not impressed by Polly being okay. on the podcast. He is seeing it as a major threat. He no. does not like. He felt that Polly no. was flirting. He felt no, 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 flirting uh, too much with his. No. 
This just reminds you a little bit of The Bachelor. You're like The Bachelorette. And Aww. Yeah, you're The Bachelorette, and Mr. Monkey well, was not happy that you went on a one-on-one date with... Well, I didn't. I went on a three-on-one date. <laughs> a three-on-one <laughs> date. Yeah. Yo, Polly uh, was on there. I mean... He wants Polly to be invited I, back. Okay, well... <clears throat> um, first of all, Mr. Monkey, will you accept this rose? Oh, oh shit. Yeah. This is the final rose this evening. Not, ah, well, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think Polly is a dear friend and is always welcome back here. But there's only one monkey for me, and that is Mr. Monkey. No rose for... Uh... For Polly, oh, Polly is... can have the show rose that um, guarantees him uh, participation yeah. back on the show again. But no fantasy suite. No fantasy suite. No. No fantasy suite. Wow. We'll have to no. see when it comes to the Universal trip if there's a fantasy suite involved. Um, I haven't asked Sarah Boner a question. All right. So, if you were the Bachelor, yes, and it was down to the fantasy suite, so you have three girls left. And you, you, you claim that you're actually in love, like full on in love, not just like bullshitting, yeah. you know, with two of the girls, but not the third one, are you going to bang all three just because Man. you can? And keep in mind that this is night after night after night. It's not like you get like a week in between. You're no. going from one chick to the next. It's... And two of those you claim to be in love with. One of those you think you're going to marry. Is that how you purport yourself I in modern if, day society I'm telling you in a, in a if, if you're asking me to legitimately answer this um, if you really try if yes, you just really say you're trying, everyone <laughs> that's what hey, that's what Ben did so Ben well, bang I, them all. I would say also if you're going on a TV show to meet the person that you love you're gonna bang everybody you find I just you know I ugh. I don't think I'm actually, I, I think, mean, go ahead, I, go ahead, Rich. No, 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 go ahead. I don't really watch the show, so you can go. I think in this particular case, unless they changed the editing, she was first. So I think it was a, it might have well, been a victim. First, but are you it might have been a fucking victim. stupid that you really can't decide whether or not you're in love with somebody until you fuck them? <laughs> That's what we were joking here. It's like, yeah, you, know, you got to try out the goods, apparently. Boy, you're uh, no, 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 that's entirely different. You gotta try on the pair of shoes, walk around the store in them for a little bit before you purchase them. But, but correct. That would be, you could definitely do that. The next step. Yeah, that's that's purchasing. This is just like you know giving a rose. It's not purchasing. <laughs> He's not purchasing so, the lady yet. Oh, it was just it's so awkward. I, if anybody has not watched the Bachelor okay. who's listening, it's so awkward. It's so so new, new conclusion. New conclusion. She was awful in bed. And that's why he did not say he loved her, and that's why she got voted off because she just was a cold, dead fish. I think it's obvious. I think it's obvious. Or she was, or she was too much. You know, a little too, a little too much. Oh, I have one. I think she was a bit too toothy, if you know what I mean. Oh, Mm, yeah. She's she shows a lot of teeth. I think there's just no. Yeah, I think there's maybe like some grating involved. Oh yeah, and there's just yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Something went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> that's good, Mr. Monkey. He also he has a bone pick to he had a bone to pick with Polly. He has a bone to pick with me. 
Because when Aww. I went to go get the, uh, the the sour boner, I went and he was right behind me. <laughs> you ignored him? I didn't ignore him. I was talking to him online, and I'm like, oh. I was running late. Stop it. I was running late. He was he was coming behind me. I had a meeting I had to get you to over. disrespected my monkey? I did not. I told him I just. I, oh, I have a bone to pick with you now. I, I want to hear about this meeting you had to get to. I had to meet with somebody, and I was uh, running where? late. Where? Where? At the boathouse. Okay. I was. I had an Amphicar ride for that free. Was not, no, that was not the same thing. I but had to ditch I had to my get there. poor friends because they don't get. I was running late to, I had a specific time I had to meet someone. I was running late, and I ended up being like five to ten minutes late. Anyways. And so Classic I could not. You. Yes, I could not. I over underestimated how long it would take to get a sour boner and mm. enjoy it. Because you're new at Walt Disney World? Yeah, I would not have won the Amtrakis Amazing Race, apparently. <laughs> apparently would not have won that. So to answer your question, I could, I just. I, it was more than five minutes, Mr. Monkey. You were not that close behind me. I saw your twittering. You were a little bit further Whatever. than five Whatever. I'm going to defend my monkey on this one. Yeah. Oof. I, I wouldn't have you done that rude. to you, Monkey. I would have sat and uh, eaten that sour boner with you. I would have eaten your sour boner, Monkey. Oh, shit. And then, you know what? I would have invited you into the Amphicar with me. Oh. I didn't go on the Amphicar. That day. Um, six bits. Six bits. Six bits. Oh, he's got a good one. You're forced to go on one of them, Primeval Whirl or Stitch's Great Escape. And why? I I have a good answer for that. I, I, I know my answer. Do you have one, Rihanna? You can go. I'm going to go with Primeval Whirl. I have an unpopular opinion. I don't dislike Primeval World. I actually enjoy it, so I would definitely do Primeval World. Not Stitch's Great Escape, because I'm going to leave that along with the Lights, Motors action as two attractions I've never done. Well, we'll see about the weekend. Mr. Monkey, Mr. Oh. Monkey went back to ro- to watch Lights, Motors action again. Because it's awesome! <laughs> he really likes it. No, you're, you're coming with us that... St. Patrick's uh, Day. You're actually, St. Patrick's Day itself, you're not going to be drinking on the world. We're going to take you to Light Motors Action. Oh, woof. That sounds terrible. Woof. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. I have enough woofing going on in my life. I don't need so, to be woofing at me. We are going to the studios on the 8th. Oh, maybe I don't want to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the too 18th? Late. No, too late. Okay. No, you might want to edit that out. On the 8th. Eight. A week from no. today, we will be at the Hollywood you're Studios. You're full of shit. <laughs> that was the worst. That was worst, worst right? timing of Whoops. trying to back out of saying Everybody, the they will be at the studios on the 18th. You heard it here first. No, actually, it's apparently on the 18th. I mean, on never the mind. A, a uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, I'm opening up an Isla Marauder right now. Oh my gosh. Um, Shanna, do review. Oh, I'm like, sorry. Uh, I don't get to fucking answer. Oh yes, Rich you doesn't do. get to answer. Nobody no one gets to answer but Nobody you. Nobody gets to answer. Oh, I forgot. It's the fucking drunky show. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're right. It I was, is I, a <laughs> drunky show. It is a uh, drunky show. Da, 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 Nobody da, wants da, to know. Da, 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 it's just a drunky show. Fuck you. Who's next? Yeah. Somebody somebody answer. Primal World or Stitch's Great Escape? Drunky show. <laughs> I would go on Stitch's Great Escape. 
Wow. I just you're back. Your back just can't take it. No, I just don't like the primeval world. Like I don't. I never liked those little like uh, what is it? The crazy cat uh, roller coaster? Because I was like felt, a mouse. I think it's yeah, like a, our, our crazy mouse or whatever. Like yeah. I was, I was always afraid that it was going to fall over the edge, and all they did was do that and then add yeah. the teacups to it, which I also don't like to ride. So I was just like, no. Yeah. It just I forgot that. Yeah. I agree. I, except I forgot to add that. My, I also am, I'm really scared of being startled, and that's really all. Isn't that really what all start? That's all what Stitch's Great Escape is. Is trying to startle you, right? Well, not anymore. I mean, Alien Encounter was like that. Stitch's Great Escape is just stupid. Do they try to startle you at all? Uh, with how bad it is, like. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I yeah, basically. No, there's like they they like they they poke you in the back, right? Uh, dude, I don't even know. It's all they've got. Them. What else could they do? You know, it's I don't know. Places. I haven't been on it in years. Yeah, but I, no, I think there's like some like, like there's like a poking in the back effect. Like um, there's a part where Bugs Stitch, life. yeah, where he's kind of like running behind you, mm-hmm, and you hear mm-hmm. him like like yeah, laugh and yeah. stuff behind you. But it's it's more of a kids thing now. It's not it's not really that scary. Oh. All right. Well, maybe I'm gonna try it. Okay. Um. So Rich is going with Stitch's Great Escape. Rhiannon. Sarah's on mute. Um, definitely Primeval World. Um, I'm going to sort of echo your statement and then make that larger by saying I actually fucking love that ride. So, yeah. yeah. I I, yeah. I think it's fun. So, I don't have any issues with it. Yeah. Yep. So, good question. Not a hard question bits, for me. No, Bad no, question, definitely. six bits. Easy one for me. Okay. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, Shannon Do Review would like to know, uh, we're on a desert island. You can be one type of beer at one food item per person. Yeah, and one awesome. person. Excuse me, not per person. You can bring a type of beer, a food item, and one person. Man, this is going to get us into some trouble. Ha! Basically. <laughs> Are you bringing Mark as your one person? Well, he doesn't listen to the show, so I don't have to. <laughs> What? I'm being honest. I know. I, I understand. It makes it awkward, yeah. So what about, yeah. What about um, would you choose Mr. Monkey? I don't think we know each other that well. I mean, I'm assuming that the private island is, like, for life and forever, like, right, lost-type yes. situation. Would you pick it's not like It's not like a weekend vacation on an island. Are you close enough and with your sister to go sister, or are you going to go mom? Yeah. I, go no, I, oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I'd have to split it between mom or sister. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm that boring. That's my answer. I'm like I'm picking so real life scenarios. Are you officially going with Isla Morada though as your one type of beer? No, actually. Oh, I, think I, thought, I, w- I thought I heard you say that. No, I oh, I just opened one. I'm drinking oh, one right now. Gotcha. So would you mm. bring what type what type of beer? Delicious. Um, you know that, that's I actually I this is probably one of the few questions I saw ahead of time, and so I was actually trying to think about it to have an answer prepared. And I don't, because um, oh. I I kind of I want to say the Fiendamon from Unibrow, but that's you know it's it's not a all beer for all get, occasions. Yeah. It's a beer for many occasions, but it's not all sipping. occasions. Yeah, but then again, if I'm on a private island and I have nothing else, like that's the only alcohol I have, I would rather have a strong beer. I don't want to have no. like some four percent kind of nonsense bullshit. So yeah, I think I'll stick with Unibrow, and I'll have to duke it out between my mother and my sister and sorry mark and um a uh, food item food item yeah. um let's go with a uh, disney food item okay 
Well, if anybody recently read my blog post, um, I'm gonna have to go with the poutine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> because poutine. yeah, if you're, well, if you're on like a desert island for the rest of your life, you don't really care if you get fat. So I'm just gonna eat poutine for the rest of the days <laughs> that I have alive. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. Skip a dick. Who are you going with? Who are you bringing? Oh man, that's a good question. That's I think that might be the hardest one, the hardest part. Oh, it is. Oh, easily. Because. Uh, you know, one type of beer, I would probably either take Miller Lite or Shinerbach. Probably Shinerbach. Yeah. Got more flavor. Shinerbach <laughs> is delicious. And you can- but if you go with Miller Lite, you can also be your hydration because it may not be clean water. So it's like That's basically like water anyway. So it's hydration as well. And, and I'm guessing it's all you can drink, right? Like just- I would yeah. rather drink my own urine. Oh, I don't know. Miller Lite's pretty great. It's good you to would, drink when it's you, hot. You can't yeah. be serious, though, on that. You really would drink, you'd rather drink urine than Miller Lite. I think as Bear Grylls would teach us, you can get more nutrients out of your own urine. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, uh, who bring stick, Skip? So, my one food item. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it's just one item, right? It's not like, I can't be like, oh, the entire buffet from Ohana. No, Cheating. Because that would be an amazing answer, but cheating. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the tiny pepperoni pizzas that they have at uh, at Italy. Those wow. tiny pe- They're so good. I love that. Your answer makes pizza. me sad. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to be on the island with me anyway, so don't worry about it. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, and then who I would take? Uh, gosh, probably not anybody from Twitter, because I just don't really know anybody on um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm personally offended. It took me that long to get off a of mute to say that. <laughs> oh, why? Why? You don't want my pizza or my beer. Why would you want to be on an island I, with me? Because I'm given the option to bring my own pizza or beer or person. Like, well, you I mean, say that, we're on different islands. No, well, that's, like, and that's different. I mean, if it's just, the, oh, like if it's the amazing. three of us okay. and we could totally yeah. work it out to be badass. So the three of us are on one island, and all three of us get to bring different beers, different oh. food, different people. Ah, See, that's, that's more interesting. Yeah, and and it doesn't yeah. say that it has to be a Disney food item. So I well, would probably no. Drunko made that. Real I just up. threw that in there oh, to make fuck it more that Disney. Disney. It would be Franklin's <laughs> barbecue from Austin, because uh, that that's the best barbecue ever. Uh, the beer I'm probably going to stick with either Miller Lite or Shiner Box. Sorry. And the who, I'm, I don't know. God damn it. Um, part of me is kind of in that same position where I'd probably want to take one, you know, I don't, I'd have a hard time choosing between my two brothers uh, or my dad. Probably my dad just to, like, get him away from, you know, his life right now. <laughs> uh, and yeah, gonna, the show's gone down again. Yeah, wow. Wow. Okay, then I'm going to say uh, there's a girl that nobody knows about. Uh, right uh, somebody you haven't white fanged no well she hasn't white fanged me yet i see <laughs> stress the word yet uh, <clears throat> so i'm gonna say her i'm gonna say her oh fantastic um i'm gonna go food shrimp from uh, ohana nice. sour boner oh, yeah sorry. right i already told you they did not live up I, to the hype i understand that but i feel like you have a contractual obligation to say that <laughs> yeah. I'm, but, Sorry, I'm you signed yeah. the papers. You are now the spokesperson for that for sour boner. You need to bring that with you for the. Uh, and then I have to call. It the, I don't want to call it the official name, which is the Idaho dog. What? <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, oh, that's boring. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Boring. Um, let's see. Uh, type of beer. See, I, I, I kind of liked my thing of you, you got to go for hydration as well as alcohol, so you'd have to go with, you know, Miller Lite. But nah, if I was going to pick one, what's the best tasting beer if it's warm? Because who knows if this is actually chilled beer? So try to get something that actually tastes good warm. Or was it specifically said we're not allowed to have ice on the island? No, I'm just... I know, wait, if we're all going, can one of you guys... Bring some ice? Bring, like, can that be your food item, is ice? <laughs> bring some I'm ice. I'm going to bring a solar power generator and a fridge, and it'll be <laughs> fine. And I... <laughs> I'm thinking, who's somebody that would be super, like, entertaining? Like, we need, like, Neil Patrick Harris or something to come and entertain us while we're there. Okay. So you'd bring a dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're bringing a dude, not bringing a chick. So, like, really, this is all fucked up. Yeah, so it didn't have anything to do with, like... No, this is per Well, uh, this is almost perfect, because, you know, Neil Patrick Harris is unfortunately gay, so we can't, like, you know, repopulate the island. But so otherwise, like, I mean, I would do Neil you're Patrick Harris just talking Harris medical? In a medical way? I mean, there's yeah, no Yeah, it's like, okay, okay like, I'll, I'll hook up with Neil Patrick Harris. We'll yeah. repopulate the island. The medical, oh. just a purely medical can form. somebody Can somebody bring a surrogate? Because I don't actually want to be pregnant. Your sister. <laughs> this is why you brought your sister. Yes! Yeah, I thought yes! you were bringing a okay. sister, exactly. She's the breeder. Perfect, yes! It's already, okay. She's already has a role. Okay, so, okay, we got a plan now. So... I love it. Okay, she. Right. Uh, thank you for the good question. I, did, I didn't know which where we were going to go with that, and that actually. Uh, I'm not sure where that. It went. got weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, we had, two, we had two more left, and then we'll call it a night. Uh, uh, SMT wants to know. Oh, I like this. If you can only eat and drink in one World Showcase Pavilion for the next year, which do you choose? Other than Mexico, though, he took Mexico out. What? You can't, can't pick Mexico. Um, so you got to pick something other than Mexico, World Showcase Pavilion, to eat or drink for a year. Let's go with Skip it to Uh I might go with Japan. Whoa. Okay. Well, well, yeah. Well, oh, the food is fantastic. Right. And there's so many, like, different choices. Ways, types of choices of food. And, uh, you know, they've got... All the different drinks, so you can go with beer or sake or a full bar. Um, ah. So yeah, I would. I'm gonna go with Japan. A great location in the middle of the right of I a world showcase. Walk out to that patio in my boxers and watch the fireworks. Just scratching. Hmm. This has nothing, okay. nothing to do with living there. So why are you wearing your boxers? <laughs> oh, I thought we were living there. Really? No. <laughs> Damn it. You you, you added okay. a box for no reason. But, uh, well, it's better than a kimono, I suppose. A oh. shorty kimono. Oh, that the would be nice. Blowing it open. In the yeah, room. a little shorty kimono oh, with like... We already, no, we've already established the robes need to out. stay... No, fucking that. Steam buns? I like steam buns. There you buns. go. Yeah, you get to get to see my steam buns hanging oh, out. It. I'm in. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Which mm -hmm. one are you picking there? Rhiannon? Um... Oh, gosh. Well, let's see. I'm kind of torn between Morocco or Germany. Ooh, um, I think good. Germany has better drink options. Yeah. But probably not better for my girlish figure or right. lack thereof. full bar. It's true. Well, doesn't... Can you order full alcohol drinks off of the menu at Beer Garden or no? If only somebody wrote a book. 
Yeah. No, Excuse me, we do not cover restaurants, fine. asshole. Yeah, just there's no bar, so. There's no fucking bar, all right? Yeah. Not for high horse. Seriously. I consider, uh, I consider restaurants to be bars. I, I would, no. Walk into and walk up to and get a drink. Right, you're stressing me out. I'm not even. I'm fine. I'll go with Morocco. Oh, wow. Did not see that coming. Yeah, uh, I, I love I love the food, and there's a yeah. full bar. And, and there's three places. choices, at least. There's a quick service, there's Spice Road, and, of course, there's a... You say um, Ice Road? Spice Road Table, mm. which was packed last time I went by, by what? the way. What? I've never once in my yeah. life seen it packed. No. I love it was that ab- place. Yeah, it was absolutely packed. There. Yeah, last time I went by, it was absolutely packed. We, we well, broke every on. table. Every table. We broke wow. the gate, and it's still broken a year later, <laughs> by the way. We'll find out if it's still there this year. Yeah. Um, hey, that's what she said. Do not ride. Because, Rianne, uh I was either going to go with either... I'm going to go with Germany, though. I'm going to stick with Germany because, A, the beer garden is fantastic. There's also just... If I want to just get pretzels, you just get some pretzels. And the beer, so many good choices. And they have the cheese plate in the wine keller. They have also have um, that great bakery in the front with, like, the uh, caramel popcorn and everything. So I'm going to have to go with them. Germany. Do, 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 do. Uh, not not a full bar, by the way. They do have schnapps, though. No? So you can get uh, you can get Jägermeister, hmm. Apple, well, Britson. I stand by my choice. Yeah. They have I mean, wines. I, yeah, I've been to Beer Garden multiple times, but I just always order beer, so I didn't even look to see if they had a full bar hidden back there in the kitchen or something. So, that's good to know. At least according to their dinner menu. and We are now a factual podcast. Oh, shit. God damn it. We have to, like, you know, live up to that now. So I really would rather... No, I'm not ready. Don't don't put that responsibility upon us. (laughs) Put that thing away. Nobody wants to see it. Hmm. Speaking of White exactly Fang, what I said. Oh, Natty Gan. Natty Gan. A final question for Ask Sarah Boner is from Lil Disney fan. Oh. Oh. Lil Disney fan would like to know best value breakfast at Disneyland or Walt Disney World and best pricey breakfast. And also included best place to have a cocktail in the morning at either. So That's breakfast. a lot of questions. questions. That's lot three. Of, so three breakfast. questions. So, what's the best breakfast at Disneyland or Disney World? Value, good, sit down, or uh, in drinks? So. I, I will take the Disneyland portion of this if you guys don't mind. Go for yeah, it. Mind. Uh, so, I'm going to say the best pricey breakfast. Pricing? No, pricey as in like kind of expensive. I, am I mishearing the question or is he? <laughs> no, he's got it. Right. Oh, he, okay. okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I apologize. Pricey. I th- Okay, I thought you said pricing as in okay. Okay. Well, no, Sorry? it's both. So where's the best? Both. The best okay. value. value I, apo- the most I apologize. I misheard. It's all the cicadas. I can't uh-huh. hear anything. The Wild Kingdom going on. Yeah. So best value. I'll start there. Is basic. I would say is um, Earl of Sandwich because they have some breakfast sandwiches that are actually pretty good and pretty inexpensive. Uh, for pricey breakfast. I'm going to say probably Storyteller's uh, Buffet at the Grand Californian um, because you can get Mickey Waffles and they have the whole regular buffet and it's delish. And then for best cocktail, uh, I'm I'm probably going to say also 
Grand Californian at the Hearthstone Lounge. They make a pretty pretty good Bloody Mary mm. in the morning there. Love it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Love it. Uh, um, I, I don't. I'm just going to start with this. I am not a big breakfast fan. I don't like sweet. Bre- I don't really like breakfast. I like to God. get early. I, like I to hate why I agree with you on shit. Yeah. I don't even. I'm not even usually up oh. in time for breakfast, but it's not that. I just would rather get to lunch. Yeah, me too. I, yeah, I, so what's I happening actually, here? That's weird. Awesome. Actually, are, we, are we in the Twilight Zone? I'm actually going to no, go rich awesome. on a roll of sandwich because a nice breakfast sandwich is the closest thing you can get to lunch on a breakfast <laughs> menu. So I'm going to go with. Uh, a great breakfast sandwich at Earl of Sandwich. But then I'm going to go to Disney's Animal Kingdom to have, um, I like the Tusker House, if I have to do a Tusker House. And while you're there, you can get uh, breakfast drinks at Dawa. Or even before that, right when you walk in at the Rainforest Cafe, get a mimosa on the way in. I don't feel the rainforest that bad. Just for the drink. Well, I I felt dirty the last time we were there. Sorry, go ahead. I know for a fact that we are now in the Twilight Zone because the cicadas have stopped. Weird. Out of nowhere. It's quiet now. And it's strange because I agree with Drunko on two parts. I agree with him that I am not a breakfast person. And I also agree that the best breakfast drinks are to be had at Dawa. Yes. I feel strange. I don't like this. No, this is... I I'm awaiting the zombie apocalypse to happen at any moment right now. Um, for a cheap breakfast, I'm going to go with beignets at Orleans French Quarter. Um, which I believe it was actually Polly's podcast that talked about this where they had received a recommendation to get the beignets and they went and, you know, they're a party of, let's just say, four and they're like, oh, well, we should get, like, four orders of beignets and and next thing you know, they have, like, enough for 15 people. (laughs) So you definitely need to be aware that they are shareable. Um, As far as pricey breakfasts, I will go... Again, oddly similar to Drunko. And I'm going to go yeah. with fucking Boma. Yeah. Boma nice. for days. Boma for days. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, little Disney fan. So, speaking of Polly. Ooh. Uh-oh. did Did we not get no. a choice? No, he didn't eat. No, Polly's choice. No, fucking slacker. We, we, we open up our hearts and home uh, to him we, yeah. to come on the show, and he fucking yeah, just the next is week like, just... oh, one and done. Like, yeah. I'm good with you. I got what it came for. You know what yeah. could call do. you again. Basically, what you're saying is this is a lot like The Bachelor. He treated us like Ben treated Did to Kayla. Kayla. Yeah. You know what we could do? Make up our own? We no. Could. No, I was going to say, we could try calling him and see if he picks up. <laughs> if you want to, I doubt he will, because if he's like me, I don't have that app just yeah. constantly available. I think, more importantly, I think more importantly, we should go on to my Travoltified <sighs> name, which is uh, Dodd Ajums. <clears throat> Not even nearly the funniest. Dodd Ajums, so there you go. Um, does anyone have any final thoughts tonight? Um... My final thought is, I think Polly may actually be picking up. 
Polly? Get out. I really? his, he just changed from not available to green and available. Huh. And I'm waiting to see if he picks wow. up. Maybe this, is, get this is tense. This is like live fucking podcasting for right? us. I know. This is kinda crazy. It's kinda crazy. Oh I think. Hello? Do we have a Polly? Do 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 Polly are you there? This is Mickey Waffle calling Polly. I see him. Yeah, his picture just showed up. Okay. This is not awkward at all. I mean I mean whatever. It's cool. I mean, we could just hang up, which would even be more funny because if he picks no, up... let it ring, let it ring. We'll just <laughs> we'll make I up our his... own. What are we? His... What are we doing? I do see We're... his picture here. Right, I you mean... see his picture, right? We're yeah. fast passing, refurbing, bulldozing. I'll make something up. Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Think no, of a place I... that has three bars, really quick. I got this. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Um, House of Blues parody to 37, Bongos. Ooh, ooh. Okay. That's a good one. I'm going to... I'll start. I'm going to... Um, what was the first one? Paradiso? <laughs> House of Blues parody to Bongos. Oh, I actually really like uh, House of Blues, and I'll tell you why. I love the theming of House of Blues. I love the folk art. So I'm going to fast pass House of Blues just for the music because I love the music. I love blues music. And so I'm fast passing House of Blues for the music. And, of course, you know, they got a great bar and outdoor live music. Really cool. I'm going to um, refurb Paradiso. Uh, I don't actually know what I want them to do with it other than um, – so I'm going to put that as refurb. And then I'm going to demolish the pineapple – of bongos and nothing against there. I've just never been there, and I don't really have a desire. Yeah, it's weird that you wrote a book about being there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I've never sat at dinner. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so I agree. I, I, I'm the exact same thing. But I have been to bongos, and that bar is. They, they they tried to be do something cute where they added bongos as the stools, and yeah. they're, yes, they're so not comfortable. They don't move. <laughs> the The service there I've never had be good. Uh, it's always it, it's kind of actually like going to Miami where they're kind of dickish sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like yeah, I would I would tear that place straight down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would I would definitely I I, I enjoy the House of Blues and. Um, I've never been to 56, so, you know, whatever. 37? 37, 56, <laughs> where the fucking place is called. Okay. There you go. Re- um, yeah, all right. I have, I have nothing really, truly against bongos, but I guess uh, I'll demo that. Sorry, um, bongos. You, you had your time. Yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you had can, your time back in the '90s when Gloria Estefan had her time. So, can we? Well, and, and we're just talking about the bar, right? Can we keep the little counter service? Because that's actually pretty good. Sure. Why sure. Not? Why? Right. Um, I am going to fast pass Paradiso. 
because I think they have a decent food menu and drink offering, and they have so many different seating options. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I love that little, I, that little bar right on the road now. Like, yeah. you can sit right yeah. out onto the main path. Mm-hmm. That is cool. I mean, that's, like, people watching as a sport yeah. right there. Perfect. Um, but I'm going to refer House of Blues, and the only reason for that is because they have no draft beer, and that really depresses me. Yeah, that's annoying. That it really, really is. is annoying. It's annoying. I love the art and I love the music, but yeah, it's Jesus. The food, but the food, you know, the menu yeah. by Aaron Sanchez. Yeah, it's good. I like your Aaron, Aaron Sanchez. Yeah, it's a good effort. It was a for effort. You are what one yeah. sixteenth Mexican? One eighth. Thank you one very eighth. much. Then why did you say Aaron like if he's French? Because <laughs> I was being an asshole. Oh, puta. Oh, very nice. So, all right. Hey, um, I missed a sour boner question. It, um, and it's actually a good one. It's Nathan Crawford wants to know. He's a new listener. Um, yeah, I like this question. Yeah. Bienvenido. He wants to know. He wants to explain. Ask sour boner. Um, <laughs> and uh, if, if, you didn't, if you didn't catch it earlier, yeah, that's the name. We started talking about this baked potato that it also has a hot dog in it at the Grand Floridian. Well, no, it started before that. It started before that? Yes, because, so you start off every show with, right. you know, Ask Drunkie. Cowabunga, whatever the fuck you say. Kungaloosh. Kungaloosh. Viva Gaia. Viva Gaia. And then you insert another dialect of greeting. Yeah. And there was one episode where whatever language it was, it was like, Sawabona. Oh, yeah. It sounded like you were trying to say sour boner, but like in a really bad <laughs> accent. Gotcha. And so I was making fun of you that you were saying sour boner, even though it was like, uh, you know, I, I, I guess I'm being culturally insensitive to some language that yeah, you were trying to say. So anyways, it started out as that. It was sour boner. And then you started talking about this baked potato concoction. And so I'm like, oh, is that a sour boner? Is that what that is? That's, that's where that came from. Oh, excellent, excellent story. But um, if you really have to ask, I think it's like, you know, if you just ate too much asparagus and then, like, shit ooh, happens. Ah, uh, yeah, asparagus, so, yeah. 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 I want to say that was, uh, it was Zulu. Okay. And that was the I'm not, an asshole. No, 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 and that was the Not A Zoo episode, because it's S-A-W-U-B-O-N-A. Sabona. Not a zoo. Not a zoo. <laughs> that was awesome. Polly? Yes. He's here. Oh my God. It worked. It worked. We had just noticed, Polly, that there was no Polly's choice, so we had to make yeah, one up on our own. I can call you in live, man. I'm sorry. I was getting out of a movie. What was the, what was the choice? No, you're supposed to give us the choice. You give us yeah. the choice. Give you the choice. But since, but yes. since, which we, we, we ended up coming up with our own, so why don't no, we just go no, ahead and... No, fuck that. Fuck that. Right. I want Polly's choice. All right. Well, uh, all right. Off the cuff, Polly's choice. It's not going <laughs> to be a bar, because I've done no research. Uh, it will be Circle Vision 3D. You have Reflections of China. Oh. Oh. You have Magic Journeys. <laughs> What? What is that? The old uh, Captain EO movie. Oh shit! Okay. And we lost him. Is Canada? Yeah, Canada. Canada's on. We did lose him. 
Aww. Oh, that was well. fun for a second. It was. It was, it was just, nice. It was, it was just good to hear enough. <laughs> that was a fleeting moment of awesomeness. Yeah, Mr. Monkey right now is like, no! <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, 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 oh! I'm back! Oh! <laughs> and you have O Canada. Yes, okay, <laughs> there it is. We got it. Um, all right. All right. Uh, go ahead, Skipper Dick. Oh, I'm, I'm with this? Oh, god damn it. Um, I guess I would... Fast Pass Magic Journey, I would... Oh, man, they both... I... Sorry, Char, but I'm gonna... I'm gonna destroy O Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna refurb China. Because I still have faith in them. Interesting. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Back scratcher for you. Um, <laughs> we're going to go. I'm gonna, dude. I hated uh, Magic Journeys. I was so scared <laughs> of the clown. The clown w- was super scary. So I am destroying just the way they did in the '80s. Get rid of Magic Journeys. <laughs> it is too scary. And I'm going to refurb China because that's been around for uh, a while. And uh, I'm gonna fast pass Canada. I love the Canada movie. I love going. I don't necessarily love the Canada movie as much as I love going to Canada and watching the movie. All right, um, I'm gonna bulldoze Canada because yeah, until try. they get like a real bar or a quick service or anything, fuck that. Just punishing Canada for having. I'm punishing that. Canada. Um, I'll refurb China because it's currently being refurbed. And I will fast pass Muppet Vision 3D. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> hey, that's not fair. Wait, yeah. that's what you said, right? That's what you said? No. Something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, okay, well, good. I don't know. Could you even hear me through Skype? Which, let me tell you, Skype is a little bit piece of shit when you're in a moving vehicle. Yeah. It's great. It's good. It's fine. It's working. It's enough right. to piss off the monkey. <laughs> Mr. Monkey, not impressed. Mr. Right now. He'll, he'll be on. We'll get him next week, right? Yeah, guys. If you, that's up to you. You want to have Monkey online? We can. We can call no, him right he, now too. No, he said that it was your call, Rich. Why he is said, it? Yeah, did you, that's fine by me. Mr. Monkey, next right. week is your day, buddy. Next Please week, prepare. Mr. Monkey. Next week, it's official, oh, Mr. Monkey. I'm gonna. I'm gonna post it this very Paul, second. Paul is trying to say something in his tin can. Polly, soup can to soup can, go. No, he's gone again. No. Well, <laughs> it was a fun effort. Yeah. Tried. You know, maybe maybe he was riding the final three o'clock parade float yeah, right maybe. off into the sunset. Oh, right, right off the bridge. <laughs> no, he's back now. Polly is actually driving the final three o'clock parade float. Oh. He's driving it. He's driving the final float down the down the street. <laughs> on his way out. So, any other final thoughts, or are we ready to call this? Put this one in the can, and uh, it isn't a can, at least from Polly's end. Oh my gosh! Well, that's it, folks. The final parade, right. the final float has floated on. Thank you, Polly, for uh, the Polly's choice. Thank you, <laughs> Mr. Bucky. We'll see you next week, and uh, thank you. Everybody else, thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. You're welcome. Peace Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns.
breath. Say goodbye to those who knew me. Boy, was I a fool in school for cutting Jim. This guy's got him scared to death. Hope he doesn't see right through me. Now I really wish that I knew how to swim. Strength of a raging fire, mysterious sad.